Hello and welcome to the Sounding Out the Word podcast, a ministry of Anchor Baptist Church in Salt Lake City, Utah, where our mission is to spread the gospel, disciple the nations, and help people find hope here at Anchor Baptist Church. My name is Tyler and joining me in studio today is Pastor Jason Atwood, the pastor of Anchor Baptist Church. How are you doing this morning, Pastor? I'm doing great and we're glad to be with you this morning back on, I guess it's a big episode two today of our podcast. We had our introduction, and I'm certainly looking forward to the topic today that we have uh, to discuss here on Sounding Out the Word. What we're going to talk about today is why we trust God's Word. And I think this is a very important topic because given all the uh, new belief systems that have come about in recent centuries, there are a lot of lot of different systems, a lot of different religions, a lot of different uh, belief systems that people point to and say, well, why is it Christianity? Why is Christianity the truth? How do you know that the Bible contains the words of God? And so we want to talk a little bit about that today. We're, we'll give you some of the uh, evidence as to why we believe. We know that Christianity is not a blind faith. As a matter of fact, it's a very intelligent faith. And uh, honestly, uh atheism, uh, cer- certain belief systems where you have to believe in, in, in ridiculous statistics and billions of years that just don't make sure. sense. Yeah. Uh, uh, just that's more blind faith, honestly, than uh, once you study your Bible, you'll realize that Christianity is a very, very educated um, belief system. It has a lot of evidence supporting it. And, and the faith that you have is really, it's the trust that you put in Jesus Christ. Well, it reminds me, you know, we talked to a man uh, just a few days ago, door knocking and going out soul winning. And uh, he talked about the fact that he was a, and he said, he said, I'm a skeptic because of all of the uh, different men that have put their hands on the Bible. And again, it goes back to a lack of understanding really of what the Bible is. And people sort of look at Christians as well. They, they're just, you know, holding the Bible as a crutch. And like you said, having a sort of a blind faith when in reality, um, yes, it does come down to faith, uh, but the Bible can also be, be proven uh, through many, many things throughout uh, the world that God has given us, even today that we can look at, we can study, we can read. Yeah, and I think it's important for our uh, listeners who are maybe either new to the Christian faith or uh, maybe never took the time or, or got told what the Bible actually is. But uh, the Bible is a collection. It's not a single book in the sense that it was written in one setting. It's a collection of 66 books and letters penned by, what, over 40 authors over yeah. the course of about 2,000 years. Yeah. Um, and what what's very interesting about that fact is if you look at the Bible from the first book of Genesis to the last book of Revelation and every book in between, they are all consistent with each other. They all have a an overarching storyline that points ultimately to Jesus Christ and his fulfillment on the cross and what the future state is going to be. And to 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 look at that and to look at the history of how it was written, uh, we can only come to the conclusion that a divine author uh, was writing it. And that is God himself using his holy men to pen his words into into the Bible. Oh, yeah. You look at you look at any other work of literature today, if it would have had that many people's hands on it. And written over that long of a of a time frame, it would have been totally inconsistent. Uh, there would have been error, um, all kinds of different things. But when you look at God's word, God used sometimes a shepherd, 
God sometimes used a, a, a man of agriculture. God sometimes used a preacher, a prophet. Uh, God used all different kinds of people because the Word of God was not written by man. The Word of God is inspired, and that literally means it's God-breathed. And the Bible talks about holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Uh, God used these human instruments to pin the words that he has given to us today, and we can be confident um, in God's words that they are the Word of God. They're not man's words. They're the Word of God, and we can, we can base our—literally, we can base our eternity off of it. We find that God is so serious about the consistency and accuracy of his word that he puts a number of warnings in there to the reader. Uh, one that comes to mind is in the book of Galatians chapter 1 uh, in verse 8 and then again repeated in verse 9. The Bible tells us, God tells us, um, that if an angel from heaven or the apostle Paul himself were to come back and to preach any other gospel unto you than the one that was originally preached, let him be accursed. Mm. And that's so serious because it's not just like a curse of your blessings. That accursed is uh, the Greek word anathema, which yeah. means accursed to hell. So God is so serious that if a prophet or an angel from heaven even were to preach another gospel to you, uh, that, that that person is not going to be having a great eternity. And all throughout the Old Testament, um, I think of the book of Jeremiah, where Jeremiah uh, put a yoke of wood around his neck uh, as he was preaching and signifying the bondage that God was going to allow his people to go into because of their sin. And a false prophet came by and said, no, 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 Jeremiah's words are wrong. And listen to me, I've got good words from the Lord. And of course, he was a false prophet. And he took the yoke and broke it off of Jeremiah's neck. And the word of the Lord came again and said, put a yoke of iron on his neck. Because he had portrayed himself to be a true prophet, when he was a false prophet, God said, it's no longer going to be a yoke of wood, but it's going to be a, a, a yoke of iron that is much tougher and much more difficult. So yeah, there's a very, very high standard when it comes to God's Word. And here at Anchor Baptist Church, uh, when, when I myself or when someone stands behind the pulpit and preaches the Word of God, it's a, it's a very high calling, and it's a very great responsibility that, sadly, I think sometimes people, even in our independent Baptist churches, uh, neglect, is the uh, responsibility that we have to preach the Word of God. Not about the Word, not from the Word, but actually preach what thus saith the Lord. What, what did God say? And so vitally important for people today, not just so we can say, oh, well, well we preach God's Word and nothing else. No, but because people need what God said, because God's word is transformative in people's lives. And that's what we need today, the transforming power of God's word. And without that being upheld as the standard and the belief that that is the truth, again, we're in, we're in great danger today. And then people, like we're coming to what we're talking about today, people go to the fact where they um, take everything and they take truth unto themselves and then they don't believe God's word they believe that God's word could be found somewhere else uh, but we always want to take people back back to the Bible what does God say so let me let me ask you pastor uh, have you heard of this movement uh, called the I believe it's called the emerging church or the emergent church sure yeah yeah, so if uh, if any of you listeners out there are philosophy geeks, you're probably familiar with the term postmodernism. And uh, imagine building a church 
that tries to stand and, and use the uh, infallible, inspired word of God and then use the philosophy of, well, but there is no uh, objective truth. And then so what ends up happening and, and the danger with doing that is you, you have a congregation of people with ears that want to hear, that want to find hope and that they want to find truth in this in this crazy world that we live in. And you start to preach to them and say, well, on one hand, we have it written in this here book that it says this, but do we really know if that's the case? And if you do that for, for many, many years or, or whatever, and, and that's been your entire spirituality, at the end of the day, what you're going to realize is that you have nothing to hold on to. You have no hope. You have no foundation. Why would you serve a God when you're not even sure of what he said is true? So I think that there's a very distinct danger in trying to unseat the foundation of the truth of the word of God. And it's going to impact culture. It's going to impact our children and our generations. And I think you you said it uh, earlier on in this podcast. It's going to dismantle the establishment of biblical values in society. And we're going to start to see a breakdown. And I don't know if you've been watching the news recently, but uh, I certainly see that start to happen. And, and what's the correlation here? Well, we have the emergent church. We have the Methodist church. We have these churches that are taking the word of God and saying, well, it's not inerrant. It's not it's not necessarily uh, fully inspired, all the parts of it. They try to discredit certain authors because they don't like what they've said. But even if you were to take the words of Jesus, it's consistent with all the authors uh, of the New Testament. It's consistent with the fulfilling of prophecy of the Old Testament. So we have good reason to believe that the Bible is the word of God. And there's a really severe danger on a, on a personal level, on a salvation level, and on a global and cultural level. Uh, if you try to try to ignore that that foundational truth, you know the emergent church is something that where I think people could most people that are that are observant could easily see where that is moving toward the one world church. Mm-hmm. Um, you you're lowering all lines of distinction between what people believe about the Bible, and it's just let's go along to get along, or let's get along to go along. Um, however you look at it, it's it's unity for the sake of unity. But what many people don't realize is that the emergent church was born out of the ecumenical movement mm. uh, that started in the 1940s, and then modernism that started in the 1920s. And so it's all it's all a development of all of the the lack of, again, what saith the Lord? Right. Uh, what does the Bible say? So anytime any society, any church, any preacher, any family downplays the words of God, there's always going to be a digression uh, and a devolving of, of, like you said, a society, a church, and whatever it is. And certainly we see uh, where that is headed today. Yeah, and when you talk about the ecumenical movement, especially, and the dangers of that, if we look in the Bible, Jesus tells us, I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father but by me. And so that's extremely important when you when you start to question the word of God and you start to question your beliefs and they start to blend with other beliefs. How many how many times on the internet or uh, through someone else's uh, YouTube channel have you heard the term Christian yoga? And what they're really doing is they're taking the basis of Christianity and then mixing in New Age Eastern mysticism, and they're they're removing uh, the centrality of Christ 
And, and if you are perhaps not a Christian and you start to get into that, or even if you are Christian and you start to get into that, what ends up happening is you don't put your trust in Jesus, putting your, your spirituality into these Eastern mystic practices. And ultimately, you're going you're gonna to find that people who practice this their whole life or uh, who never know the truth of the Word of God don't actually end up saved. And that is probably the worst place for anyone to be in and one of the biggest if not the biggest danger of, of not uh, tr- treating God's word as truth. You know, the gospel is, is all-inclusive in the fact that Jesus died for the world, for God so loved the world that he gave, but it's also very exclusive in the fact that it's Jesus alone. It's through Jesus alone. Uh, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So it's about, it's about Jesus. It's all about him and uh, no admixture of anything else. And so when we look at the truth of God's Word, that's very important that those foundations aren't cracked and broken. And that begins with our homes, that begins with our churches, uh, to where we stay solid in what what the Bible says, and always going back to, to what does God say about whatever you want to look at. So if you've been listening today, and you find yourself uh, wondering how you can learn the truth of the Word of God. Certainly read your Bible, but we do encourage you to come out and visit Anchor Baptist Church here uh, in Salt Lake City. If you go to anchorbaptistslc.org, you can find our location and service times, and we'd love to have you over. And please come, come talk to the pastor, come talk to any member here, and they will show you how you can know that the Word of God is, in fact, the truth. Absolutely. And we, we don't present ourselves as someone who knows everything. We're learning. Uh, we're growing the same. Uh, God's Word is continuing to work in our lives, um, each and every one of us. And that, that's our goal and desire. And uh, in fact, that's, that's the promise of the Word of God, that when we're saved, uh, we will be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. And so thank you so much for listening today. And we hope that it's been a blessing to you. Uh, if you haven't done so, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, that way you can get alerts and notifications uh, when a new one comes out. But we hope to be a blessing to you. Again, if you're in the area, we'd love to invite you to our church on Sunday morning. We have Sunday school for all ages at 10 o'clock in the morning. And then 11 o'clock is our morning worship service. And then 6 o'clock in the evening is our evening service where we really come together as a church family. We sing and then we learn from the Word of God together. You've been listening to Sounding Out the Word podcast, a ministry of Anchor Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Jason Atwood. And I'm Tyler Thomas. And we pray that God will bless you as you live for Him and serve Him. Have a great day.